Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Sapolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Ken Bone, Super Gods, and Hitler Jr. But first, a word from our sponsor. Marketers, the age of the customer has arrived, and Salesforce is with you for every step of your customer's journey with your brand. Blaze trails across your entire business to create one connected customer experience. With Salesforce, be smarter and more predictive with your marketing using an intelligent platform that integrates marketing with sales, service, and commerce by engaging your customers on any device and channel in real time. Learn more at salesforce.com slash tomorrow. Oh, my guest today is an old, wonderful friend, a talented editor, writer, songstress, uh, comedian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, of course, talking about the uh, fantastic and fabulous Katie Drummond. Katie, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Have, have you recorded in this studio before? Yes, one time. Oh, we, once. We okay. did one show with uh, with uh, Leah Finnegan. Oh, where here. she talked about, like, her dad's lips or something? No, she talked about her lips. Oh, her lips. <laughs> Extensively. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was last week's episode. This actually. is a really, I just want to set the scene. Please do. Very small room. Well, we're in a booth. That we call really the, small. The, that we call the crypt. There's no need to, you know, we're a startup. We don't have Gizmodo money. Oh, okay. right. Size doesn't yeah. matter. Size doesn't um, matter. And yeah, there, size doesn't matter. It's not, the, it's not the size of the vessel. It's the motion of the ocean. The door to the crypt is closed. Yeah. We're in a booth. And we're there not, are two lamps. Paul, can I just say something? I feel like you're un- underselling. We're in a perfectly fine size booth. No, it's booth totally fine. It could seat many. It's small. could seat four people very comfortably. It's small. It's eight by eight. Just the two big. of us in it's here. It's an adult it's, tree house. It's eight by eight, <clears throat> in case you want to know the dimensions. Okay. It is... Uh, I've heard it's movable. It is a movable booth. I'm actually really psyched about this. No, like, it's very nice. You can just drop this wherever you want. I was just trying to set the scene. John was very proud of it until you started oh, shit-talking it like a complete maniac. Sorry, John. Now look at him. I mean, the guy's actually crying. Ryan would, doesn't would not care. Surprise Ryan's me. got no dog in this hunt. No. Uh, is that an expression? So this know. is the first one of these I've done by myself. Yeah. No, is it? Yeah. You've been, we've had it. No, we no, did it. The we, only other times we've done podcasts were with TC and a lot of wine. Very loud. Do you want some wine? No, not really. What do we have in the way of wine here, guys? No wine. We have potato wine. No wine. Say no wine. That's too bad. And I'm not like a very social person. Katie is not social. That's a very true fact about it. Not her. a big talker. So. Well. Let's get this show on the road. You want to just get through it? Yeah. Well, our goal today is to try to get through as quickly and painlessly as possible Perfect. for you. So we're just going to talk about topics <laughs> that you can really speak to. Great. Uh, and speak on. Okay. Now let's set the stage a little bit. We're, it's it's uh, October 17th. Wow. Two days before my birthday. Uh, and uh, just two days before the next and final presidential debate. Is that your birthday falls on the same day? It does. That it's like a gift. Great. It's like a gift from Jesus himself. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it is, uh, we're at the outline office. Yep. Beautiful uh, office. Beautiful office. Thank in you. Trendy Soho. In trendy downtown Soho. And, uh, we're in the, we're in our crypt and Katie has just recently, now you've been Gizmodo editor in chief for how long? For eight months? 11 months. 11 months. Wow. Time yeah. flies. November 30th. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh yeah. Uh, and now you're recent, you're a recent employee of Univision. Univision. Okay. Is that, I, I mispronounced it. I can't say Univision? No, you can say Univision. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to say that because my accent won't be as good. Great. And there's been some tumultuous times. It's been some great times. It's been some great stories. It's been some very Gawker-esque stories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we could talk about some of it, but great. not all of it. Let's get into We're it. We're going to get into it. So First what do you, up, you, you want to know? How are things going? Things are great. Yeah. Um, you're crushing it. You guys have broken a lot of great stories recently. Thank you. You did. Uh, it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, Eve Pacer. Is it pronounced Pacer? Pizer. Oh, really? 
Eve Pizer. In my opinion. Wrote about, show you don't know, you've never asked her? No, I have not asked. Okay. Well, maybe we can find out something. I think we'll, maybe we she can come and be a guest, and we'll she'd find, be a great we'll, guest. We'll ask her. Um, she just recently bro- kind of broke a thing. The Soylent kind of broke a thing. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know the origin of all of it, but right. she wrote about the Soylent bars making people sick. Right. So was Eve, she the first person to write about it? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if it was like had been written about in some small places, and then there was... it was sort of she picked it up from Reddit and oh. from Soylent communities and interviewed people. Suff- and then sufferers had written about it. Suff- sufferers, people yes. who were eating, suffering from diarrhea. And so we should say the, the Soylent. Bar Soylent Soylent food bar, yeah. And well, so this is you know sort of the next iteration of the Soylent food product line. They have yeah. smoothies, yeah. powders. I just bought. Can I just interject really quickly? Absolutely. Have I already talked about this on the podcast? My purchase of Soylent. Oh wow! I bought a twelve pack of Soylent and a twelve pack of Coffeeist, which is their. Oh yes. And I drank one of the coffee things, and it made me. I don't know if the term is violently ill. I wasn't throwing up, but let's just say that. Um. I didn't feel good. Sounds like a good lead for us. I didn't feel good. I'm going to put. But you know, I, it was like first thing in the morning. I just yeah, kind of pounded it. Sensitive stomach. It's like 400 calories. Ooh. So it might have been not the best. Just On the other too hand, much. Isn't it a little bit like that vitamin sickness where you take a vitamin yeah. and you're like, Ill. like if I've ever taken yeah, a multivitamin, like stomach cramp. I was like doubling over and I was like, uh, you wow, know, like crying. Well, you know, you're you're a delicate. I'm a Eater. delicate flower. Yeah. I fell to the floor in my <laughs> house. Gentle stomach. I fell to the floor. The do- <laughs> my dog came over to see if it was time to eat my body. Wow. You know, she's just waiting. Penny's just waiting for me to, <laughs> for me to die. Would have been very yeah. nutritious that day. She would have gotten a lot of extra calories, which she doesn't need because, you know. She's a little fat. She's actually on a diet. Please don't fat shame my dog. Sorry. Okay. She's working. She's looking at a lot of thin spell on Instagram. <laughs> oh, great. She loves thin spell. So, she's working on her thigh gap. So, um, <laughs> I guess do dogs have? I guess one thigh gap. Do dogs have two? Do dogs have two thigh gaps? Yeah. Yeah, front and rear. That's interesting. You don't think about that. No. We should all hope that we're dogs in the next life, so we can work on a dual thigh gap. A dual thigh gap. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow, so, so these Soylent bars uh, were making people vomit and have diarrhea and be sort of extremely ill to the point that some had to go to the ER. Jesus. They were hooked up to IVs with, you know, liquids to rehydrate them oh, okay. because of how sick they got from oh, these liquids, energy liquids bars. Liquids going in. Liquids going in <laughs> okay. to replace the ones going out. Wow. This isn't this is an ally when that was liquids coming out. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that Olean. 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 Oh, yeah. You know what it's so called? It in the potato chips. Yeah. Yeah. They don't use that anymore, right? No. Okay. So uh, Eve found the batch number uh, of that, that these bars had in common. Um, and Soylent ended up recalling all the bars, telling everyone, like, don't eat these. Every bar. Every bar. Yeah. Because they're, they're, it's pretty recent. Like, yeah. these are a new – they've only been producing them for, I think, a few weeks. It's kind of like maybe, maybe like, we should be a little warier when, like, a startup – that's like, you don't ever have to eat again, like starts selling food. They went from yeah. e- only eat these ever to don't eat them. Don't eat these at all. don't ever eat them. And so then Eve tried one. Oh, no. Um, we actually had some in the office. Wait, did this happen? Yeah, on Friday, Eve oh, found a box. she did like a stunt? She found a box of, of, of Soylent bars in the office, and someone had written all over the box, recalled, do not eat. Um, okay, so she ate one. So she tried one just out of curiosity. She and? did not get sick. Okay. She said it was actually pretty good. So oh. it's a shame. Kind of makes me want one. Yeah, she enjoyed it. Just goes to show you the power of the press. First they're tearing you down, the next thing you know, they're like, actually, this tastes pretty good. You should eat one. Yeah. It she, might not give you violent diarrhea. She, Soylent, she was fine. the Donald Trump of food. <laughs> there, really there you is, go. <laughs> is, it really is all over the map, isn't it? Um, well, that's anyhow, that's that's a story, one of many. Sure, that you have, thank uh, you. You have been re- per- personally responsible yes. for. Yes. 
Well, you're the editor, as the editor in chief, you can take all credit. I mean, and also, I receive a lot of um, shit. Do you? As well. Like I get both sides. What's the last piece of shit that you received? Well, let me tell you, Josh. Please do. Uh, on Friday morning, I woke up uh, to find that uh, one of my writers, who is a, a tremendous, very talented reporter. Can you name this person? William. Turton. Turton. William Turton. William Turton had blogged. Well, I called. I made a fake name up for him a second ago. I called him like Willie, William Tumley or something. Yeah, you did. Which is also a fine good replacement name. for Turton. William Turton, though, is like a pretty good name for a reporter. A Turton, it's a good byline. Turton, what is that? That's some kind of blue blood family. Oh, is he British? Ask. I don't think so. William Turton sounds very British. Don't you agree? I think Tumley sounds even more British. Yeah, that Tumley. sounds like a Narnia character. It's yeah, like, I'm Mr. Tumley. Yeah, Bill Tumley. Anyhow, go Anyhow, on. Anyhow, uh, he had written up, uh, he had been the first to find and write up uh, Ken Bone's Reddit history. Oh, yeah. Ken Bone, America's sweetheart until Friday. Not mine. Not mine either. I was Fuck Ken Bone. His motto was anti-Bone from the beginning. Yeah. I'm uh, actually, I actually don't, I'm not anti-Bone. I'm anti-anybody giving a fuck about Ken Bone. Yeah. Everybody's like, we just want a distraction. It's like, you know what? You don't need a distraction. You need to pay attention well, is what no, you need to do. Well, nothing can be like a little meme. It can't be like a little like, oh, a cute guy with a yeah, funny name. No. It has to Ken be like- Ken Bone just transformed U.S. politics. Yeah, it's like, it's like Ken no, Bone is the president we need or whatever. Actually, it's like, his question kind of sucked. Yeah, it was kind was of a cop-out. Yeah. So he did a Reddit AMA. Uh, unfortunately for Ken Bone, he used the same Reddit account that he'd been using for years. It turns out he had also been commenting on naked pictures of Jennifer Lawrence Describing the Trayvon Martin killing as yes. quote justified. Yeah, it's not a good look there was for some him. pretty lot of pornography. Turns out Ken Bone is just like an undecided voter from St. Louis. Yeah, like, I'm sorry because yeah. if you're in fucking St. Louis and you're undecided, like, is that where they were? Is that where he's from? I don't want to specify. I can't say at this point. Illinois. Isn't he from St. Louis? Isn't that where they did the debate? St. Louis. Wasn't the debate in St. Louis? I can't remember. I'm, not, I'm what the fuck? I don't know what's going on, but I will say this: if you're an undecided voter, first off, if you're an undecided voter. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, you're either yeah. a race, you either are racist and support yeah. racist ideologies. And you hate, maybe you hate women. You either hate women and support racism and you're a xenophobic person or fascist. You're, you're voting for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Or you should just, like, stay out of it. Yeah. Like, if you can't make up your mind at this point. Yeah. I get it, though. Totally you, might, you might want to vote for Jill Stein because you hate vaccines, or maybe you want to vote for Gary Johnson because you don't like intelligence. Um, so that's Both also other options. I mean, the two other candidates are fucking the worst. I'm sorry if you like them. You're making a grave mistake. Yeah. Okay, anyhow. So, so yeah, so it turns out that Ken Bone, America's sweetheart, is not so sweet. Not so sweet. Actually, he seems like he's a f- nice guy. That's the he thing. Should is not, that... He should not be a fucking celebrity. No. Like, Ken Bone can be, he can comment on Jennifer Lawrence sure. pictures and think Trayvon Martin is, uh, his killing was justified in private or sure. in his like little world of Reddit. No one's going to give a shit. But it's this very, it's a very interesting, and we talked about it a lot on Friday morning because I woke up and was like, wow, 15,000 concurrence on this story that went up at midnight. Um, yeah, that's a chart beat number? Uh, parsley, I think. Oh, I love parsley. I don't want to talk about it. You don't like parsley? I'm not a big fan. I like parsley both the thing and also the service. Okay. This is well, not a paid spot for Parsley. So we talked a lot. And and so on that story, I got a lot of like, what the fuck are you letting your staff do? Yeah. What is this trash? Who said, who said this to you? This is something at Univision? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, actually, our new CEO, Raju Narasetti. I love, I love Raju. To I Raju's to, credit, yeah. tweeted that story three times on Friday. I like him. He's a cool guy. I was going to say about Raju. We, he always interacts with me on Twitter. And I was like. Does he use emoticons, emoji? Uh, I don't remember. But like, I remember thinking like, oh, this guy's from the, from, uh. Uh, News Corp, yeah, which is like there's a lot of squares at News oh, Corp. Oh yeah, and he always seemed like he kind of got it. He gets it, right? Which I think he was got a, that story. He was so like, when this I saw is news. when I saw that he was taking over, I was like, this is pretty good. You could oh, do, you that's could do good a lot, to know. You could do a lot worse. 
Well, great. No, I mean, that's a, that's a positive. Okay. You could do much Coming worse. Coming from you, yeah. No, Coming um, from anybody, actually. Sure. It's considered a positive statement. You could do a lot worse. Is like a thing. It's like you got your work cut out for you. Okay. Right? I guess Isn't so. it? I thought I thought it was kind of like a subtle. Yes, but yeah. it is also a little. A little bit of a jab. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean yeah. it that way. I meant like I meant like he's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. You could do worse. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So, um, <laughs> just it was a lot of. And Raju, there were, I apologize. There were a, a lot of think, match. and then a lot of other outlets picked this up, and then there were this, there was the requisite round of like Friday afternoon think pieces that were like. It is so wrong of us to hold Ken Bone up only to tear him down. Mm. And I was like, we never held Ken Bone up. Yeah. Like you can't be you can't be held accountable for something you didn't do. We just reported on the news. Is that a true statement? You can't be held accountable for something you didn't do. That's like a good album title. I think that's fair. Complacency is a sort of guilt. But that's a tough <laughs> wow. that that is a tough story because that is is it true and newsworthy? Yes. Yeah. But it there's this interesting line where you're looking at someone's behavior done in private when they were a private citizen and then this era of like the internet celebrity overnight they are famous they're a scary. public figure scary they're, stuff that what they did five years ago on reddit suddenly becomes news it's it's hard to like grapple with okay well where do you decide to publish and where do you decide to it's just like donald it's just like donald trump you know all he wanted to do was be president of the united states I mean, of america so wish. why should we look back at his history and, and question what he's done but isn't the line with ken bone like when he starts taking money to be the face of uber for the next okay. three weeks yeah isn't i that think like... you do draw the you do draw the yeah. ire of the public when you start to turn your momentary fame into a monetization into sponsored scheme. content yeah yeah totally but that's america but also, like, that's I, what you do. You take you bubble, you know, balloon boy. Believe me, balloon boy capitalized on that somehow. I mean, I sort of had a feeling on Friday where I was like, man, this was going to be Ken's moment to really cash out, and and we may have robbed him of that. And I yeah. kind of felt kind of bad. Welcome to being a journalist. I know okay? it was you, hard. A ruiner. Look, you know, Trump says the whole thing is crooked and rigged, and you're part of it. Yeah, I know. That's why Ken Bone can't enjoy his Uber money. And another thing on the hate on the Trump side, I get a lot of emails now that are like. How dare you turn Gizmodo into po a political website? Ugh, I'm so sick of I didn't come shit. here for your anti-Trump. And it's like if you like Donald Trump, oh, here we you go. may choose to not read the site. Yeah, that's fine. It's like the Amy Schumer. That's great. The Amy Schumer thing I was reading about today. Oh yeah, where it's she like got hundreds booed? of people walked out of her show. It's like first off, have you ever? Do you know whose fucking show you're at? Yeah, she definitely is not down with Donald Trump. She's yeah. definitely like, uh, when did Amy Schumer become some kind of feminist? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like it's insane. Like if you watch her show, it's like every joke is a feminist joke essentially. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. all about like women being like abused and subjugated and how shitty it is and how shitty the world is and how horrible men are. So like if you're surprised to hear that she's got a political view that is anti Donald Trump, like you might. You might be. You're an idiot. dumb. You might you're be probably an idiot. dumb. Yeah, like yeah. You, your your brain may be just like a tiny peanut. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it's 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 millions of people. Yes, it's the people who are voting for. No, you know I don't want a blanket statement that all the voters who are voting for Donald Trump. But there Although are millions. Am, but there are millions of there them. There are, and I am getting tired. That's of That's a like, lot of people. There is also this fucking like trope where it's like you don't. It's like don't badmouth the Trump voters. They have a point. And it's like okay, I get it. I mean, shit can be frustrating, but like. I think when you cross the line into voting for the guy who wants to like ban a religion and yeah. like send like get have people take some kind of test to get into the country and like you know destroy like women's rights and destroy the rights of like immigrants here like I think you just, just vote you're voting for a racist and that's like you've given up all of your complaint rights yeah like, this isn't yeah, like you can't economic be, philosophy you yeah. can't be like you can't be like I am but I still have a right to be mad you do but like if you vote for the guy who's like Hitler Jr., like, you lose all of – nobody get, gets to, get, gives you any credit. Yeah, Cause you, like, I agree. Because you did something stupid and you're making a bad decision and you're damaging America. 
Yeah. So sorry. Man, I mean, what, are, you know, man. what do I know? It's very stressful. Here, here in this room? No, just this election is very it's stressful. Horrible. It's horrible. By the really way, stressful. but Ken Bone is the fucking reason Donald Trump is a candidate, okay? And I don't mean undecided voters, though that is a problem also. But I mean, our ability, one, the media's horrible, stupid, noisy bullshit that it does where it has to elevate everything to a fucking meme. Right. Where it has to, like, everything has to be the Harlem Shake. Right. Literally, immediately. <laughs> And like if the Harlem Shake people won't do it, you'll do it them yourself. Like the second most watched Harlem Shake video is one that BuzzFeed produced. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It might be the first most watched Harlem Shake video at this point. And it's like we have to Ken Bonify every fucking story that comes up. So instead of actually spending time on things that are important, we're like, oh, Ken Bone rules, that sweater. man. sweater. Yeah, we're like, where can you get the sweater? It's like people are talking about fucking uh, – people are talking about fucking uh, – Melania's pussy bow shirt. It's like, okay. Oh, I totally missed that one. Yeah, maybe it was intentional that she wore a shirt that, that Gucci calls a pussy bow shirt. Oh, my God. Or maybe not, but also, who fucking cares? Who cares? Because there's literally a oh. maniacal, psychotic dickhead running for president who wants to, like, destroy America. Or, I don't know what. Worse. It's like the difference between journalism, where there's ethics and responsibility, and, like, I work at BuzzFeed and I have to get clicks today. So like the dress is a thing. Ken Bone is a thing. But it's discriminate. But I'm being discriminate between that. The dress is okay. Fine. Fucking do the dress. Just don't yeah. make Ted Cruz into the fucking dress. Ted Cruz isn't the dress. Ted Cruz is a dickhead who needs to be stopped. But I kind of feel like oh, to, 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 to that point, like, hand. Sorry. like every outlet is that line is very blurry. Like there aren't very many outlets that are like, we're, we're just doing this and we're not going to do the, the bone. We're not doing the Ken Bone. Like the New York Times did Ken Bone. We're not going to do the Bone. New York Times was all over Ken Bone. I think that's. I think we've got a podcast title. We're not going to do the Bone. <laughs> not, not doing the Bone. Um, yes, but that's. I mean, I don't want to go into. I don't want to go into my spiel because I think it's. Probably, oh, are you going to give your your mission statement? No, I don't. I don't have a mission statement except to make. I want to try to make good things for people who like things that are good. Right. But like, but like, I do think. When your audience seems like it could be everybody, then, like, it's hard to make things for somebody. Sure. Like, you end up making a lot of things for a lot of people, and, like, you just hope it all works. And, like, what you actually end up doing is, like, creating a ton of fucking noise that a lot of it is, like, not useful and is duplicative and is a regurgitation of somebody else's, like, dumb story. And it's, like, not useful to people. Yeah. And so – you know, that's a battle that people fight every day. And it's like a battle the New York Times has to wage because they're the fucking New York Times. Yeah. Which sucks. But yeah. like you don't have to be the New York Times. No. Like you, 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 the New York Times is the New York Times. They also could just be the New York Times. Like they don't have to also be Mashable. Right. And Mashable doesn't have to be the New York Times. Oh, I don't think Mashable's trying to be the New York Times. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what they're trying to be. They were for a little <laughs> while. They're like, you know, it's like we're going to be the Times for millennials or something like right. that, you know? But like maybe don't do that. I maybe just be Mashable. I think whatever that in is. The, the content funnel. Just somebody tell me what Mashable does. That's all I want. To they know. funnel. They they funnel content. I don't Josh. know. All I know they is Pete, Pete Cashmore, lovely man, very handsome. Okay. He got put on the suggested users list on Twitter. Got a million followers. This is my f- remembrance of how Mashable came to be. He had a okay. site called Mashable that wasn't that popular. Yeah. Pete Cashmore got put on the suggested users list when Twitter was in its infancy. He got a million followers really fast. And then suddenly, like, I saw his links everywhere when it was his face on the Mashable icon. Might have actually been Pete Cashmore was the was the account, but it was, like, at Mashable. Oh, wow. He said Pete Cashmore, but it was this. at Mashable. That's the oh. guy who founded it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, from there, I just – I never met a person who's like, I read Mashable, but no. it was like everywhere. It's everywhere. 
Thanks a lot, social media. Yeah, thanks, Mashable. But what you're saying is Mashable is the Ken Bone of outlets where it got really Mm. popular because it was in the right place at the right time. A real stretch there, buddy. (laughs) Actually, that seems all right to me. That seems like it all fits. Anyhow, they're lovely lovely folks over there. They just hired a great new executive Executive editor, editor. Jessica Cohen, from uh, Vocative. This is all inside baseball. Nobody cares. Yeah, no one gives a shit. All right, getting back to Ken Bone. Okay, more. So you destroyed him. More Bone. All right, what else has been going on in your world? Let's talk about the controversy with Univision. Should we talk about it? Let's get in there. Sure. What's the controversy? So I don't know. You guys were bought by Univision and now and it's like a big corporation. But Huge. Then, but then it looked like everything was going to be okay. But then there were post deletions and everybody's sure. very upset about it. And frankly, I'm tired. I I'm, I love you guys, but I'm, everybody's very fatigued. I think from hearing about the Gawker story it's at this point. It's really annoying. But you know, you've been yeah. made. You're now you're in a very interesting position because Gawker yeah. doesn't exist anymore. No. Bye. Oh, sorry. That was glib. No. <laughs> That was my more serious. Yeah, okay. We'll edit it that. It was bad. Don't edit that. I want it to be all captured here out sure. in the open. Um, so now it's called the Gizmodo mm-hmm. Media Group. It is GMG. Which means you hold a position, presumably, that is more than just an editor-in-chief. You are like a super god. Maybe. You have the power to create and destroy <laughs> life. I guess if I'm empowered to do so. You're like, uh, you're like the villain from the last X-Men movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. What's his name? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. You can, like, make apocalyptic shit go down. Maybe. <laughs> can you? I don't know. Okay, I mean, it, we're going to have to wait and see how it how it shakes out, I think. Um, I mean, Gizmodo as the name makes sense. It's the biggest site. Yeah. Um, it appeals to... It's one of the biggest sites. Well, it's a big, really big the, site on the internet. It's the 59th largest site, as per Quantcast. What's 58? This morning. What's 58? Uh, I don't know, like... Probably like uh, Refinery29 or something, or Bustle. Who do you think of as your biggest competitor? Um, numerically and spiritually, The Verge. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Crushing them. Wow, really? Oh, okay. yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. You're crushing The Verge? Every day. Really? Yeah. Like traffic-wise? Traffic-wise. Interesting. We break more stories. Uh, we're funnier. Hmm. And you know what? We have a full-time staff of 25. I think I read last week that they have a full-time staff of 70. They're only 82 on Quancast, so. Wow. <laughs> tough stuff. Well, that's tough. Tough business. I can't speak to that. I mean, I, of course, have been at The Verge for several years. No, so. I mean, I love The Verge. I have I no have... dog in this hunt. I'm a, free, I I'm a free spirit. I have a lot of friends there. You have a lot of dogs but in look, this hunt. look, work is work. Work is work. That's very true. And business we, is business. One of the things I like about Katie, she tells it like it is. Yeah, there you go. Punches. You know, after I left The Verge, one of the when I thought about who do I want to be working with yeah. still. Right. Katie, top of the list. There you go. She came to Bloomberg. See how that turned out. That turned out pretty well, I think. <laughs> I know. I'm just I think it turned out great, actually. <laughs> it's a great site. For everyone. It's a good site. Uh, I have who? regrets what sometimes. Is? Bloomberg. Giz- Gizmodo. Oh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg is a great site. Yeah, Katie, you may not know this. Katie and I worked with each other at both The Verge and Bloomberg. Twice. Twice. Um, and great every time, better than the last. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? You didn't think so? No, I did. You didn't enjoy your time at Bloomberg? I did. I had me? a great time. We had a great time together. Tumultuous. Don't ever forget it. Tumultuous. Was it? Everything's tumultuous. Yeah, everything is. I mean, I mean, does it seem easier now that you're at Gizmodo? No, it's no. It's tumultuous, right? Are you kidding? This is what it's like. Are you, you serious? Hey, you know you're in the big leagues. This company went company went bankrupt. Yeah, just that happens. Went went bankrupt. Uh, is being destroyed by a vindictive billionaire. Yeah. Uh, was purchased by a massive by media. another vindictive billionaire. Right. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, post deletions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. That's what we were talking about. It's so anyhow, it's you, dramatic. You, you wake up one day. No, you go to bed one night. John Cook pens a letter. 
John Cook, he did pen a letter, did he, did he not? Did he pen a letter? Yeah, yeah I fucking read it. Oh, it's I like, can't hey, remember. I didn't want people to delete this, but oh, sure, yeah, and then and then so they Univision deleted like seven posts or something. Yeah, I think it was. Why it ended that? up being five. Um, so I believe this is all on the record. So I'm gonna. So according to them, it was because when they agreed to purchase the company out of bankruptcy, they agreed to purchase all the assets, mm-hmm. um, not any of the li- active liabilities. Mm-hmm. So anything in active litigation, according to their legal mathematics, was deemed um, – I think a hot potato is the word. A hot potato <laughs> un- was deemed unpurchasable. They could not buy liabilities. Mm-hmm. So, Or they didn't want to. Probably didn't want to. According to their legal, <laughs> if I were they might be like, I'm cool with the everything, but these liabilities I'm not going to buy. Right. Which who would buy those? But like, from a business perspective, all checks out. It all it makes total sense from an editorial perspective. Obviously, deleting a story is a big deal. Yeah, a big big deal. Yeah, um, and particularly I think at a company where the last time Gawker deleted a story, uh, it was a very Intense situation. Dramatic, very dramatic. Two senior editors ended up quitting, resigning. Yeah. Um, it really threw the company into a lot of turmoil. So I think it, it's it's a particularly sensitive issue for yeah, us. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that was the the you're referencing, of course, the story about the Condé Nast CFO. Right. Which uh, was a kind of a breaking point for a lot of like Gawker, like the Gawker way of doing things. I mean, I. I hated that story. Horrible story. I remember seeing that and was like, what? Are you fucking kidding? I was disgusted. I think yeah, we talked it was about awful. it. I think we talked it about it. It was awful. Uh, yeah. We, oh, nobody maybe. was – everybody was unhappy. Yeah. It was uh, so bad. But anyhow, but everybody makes mistakes. Sure. Gawkers are just really epic. Yeah. That was a big one. <laughs> that was a big one. Um, but yes. Yeah, so the, the posts were deleted and so that caused, you know, a ripple effect of, you know, you have an editorial staff of 100, 150 people who just got bought, went through all this drama. So just the, got, New York Times, the entirety of Gawker – is that number right? Of the Gawker media group? Probably 100. A, a, a hundred people total. On editorial? No, no. All oh, across. Oh, total 250? Oh, okay. Sales, wow. product. Yeah. How many product people? Five or six? No, but then where are the other, how many sales people? I don't know. Holy shit. But 250, but only 100 editorial? Oh, yeah. It's small. Interesting. Gizmodo is, Gizmodo is 25. We heard that's that the already. Biggest staff. We get it. It's 25. Okay, well, that's the only number you I have for you. You do a lot of great you. work with 25 people. It's I, incredible. Thank you. Just well, as a person sleeves. who's just not to get into your stuff here, but as a person who's you know got a small team sure. and is trying to build something sure. from scratch, that's me. I'm talking about myself. Yeah, that's – As a person is usually that indicates. But, you know, you do – you are like, hey, like – I mean, one of my things was like you don't need – there's like – there is a thing as having too many people. Oh, Definitely. There's also a thing as having not not enough people. Yeah. But you know, I don't strike the balance. I do think that, you know, seventy's a lot of fucking people. Actually, after leaving Bloomberg, I very much felt like I'm cool with not doing something really big. That's actually a lot of the outline is sorry not to talk about myself, but No, please continue. A lot of it is driven by this idea of like I'm not really interested in doing like trying to be like the biggest. Right. That doesn't interest me. I mean Bloomberg a lot of talented people there, but what, 2,500 journalists on the wire? A lot of untalented people there, too. A lot of lazy people. Really not. A lot of, like, horrible. A lot of people horrible. cashing a big paycheck. Yes. A lot not of people. Not doing much at all. Just phoning it in, but they don't even use the phone. No. They're okay. not even They use the terminal. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cushy place to retire. It's a cushy place to work. Great 401k. I don't know. I don't know if any of this is, like, uh, contractually, if I'm allowed to say it or not. Oh, still? I don't know. I know you never know. I don't know. I saw a lot of shit on my way out the you door. You know, they're probably not listening. A lot of hush. 
A lot of hushes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the, not the size of the staff. It's the motion of the ocean. It's true. You know, we actually need to take a break. We're let's, taking a break. Let's do that. And then we'll be back with more Katie Drummond. Imagine you have house guests coming, but only one bedroom. What if you could order an extra bedroom for your guests that you could remove after they leave? That's the idea behind Lenovo's next generation data centers built for cloud computing. You see, the cloud is all about giving your company the ability to expand and contract server space on demand without actually adding more hardware. Lenovo understands that on-demand access can give your company a tremendous competitive advantage. Think about it. The faster you can scale up, the faster your dev team can test new applications. And that means you can get new product features into market faster. But that kind of flexibility is worthless if your servers are down. Lenovo servers are number one in reliability and performance because you don't have time for downtime. You're a busy person. Get that downtime out of your face. Are you feeling handcuffed by proprietary hardware and software relationships? Lenovo Systems allow you to partner with leading software providers to ensure your cloud solution is best in class. Lenovo Systems can even integrate with legacy software platforms to help get your cloud solution up and running quickly. Learn more about how Lenovo is transforming the data center at www.lenovo.com slash data center. Marketers, the age of the customer has arrived. Mass emails or general ad campaigns won't work anymore. Salesforce is here to help. Blaze a trail with your marketing and deliver the unique brand experiences your customers want. With Salesforce, marketers open doors between business units by sharing data to collaborate across marketing, sales, service, and commerce. Be smarter and more predictive with your marketing by making recommendations using collaborative data and solve concerns with service integration. Engage your customers on any device and channel in real time, from social media to your connected products, gathering key insights into your customer and business relationships at every stage. Adjust campaigns as you go to drive leads and pipeline. Do all this and more while collecting data from every interaction to build a complete view of every customer and manage your marketing strategy from your desk or your phone. Be a customer trailblazer. Discover one connected platform for one connected customer experience with Salesforce, the customer success platform. Learn more at salesforce.com slash tomorrow. All right, we're back with Katie Drummond. Still here. And uh, that was a great set of advertisements you just heard. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Got to monetize this content. Definitely. Uh, anyhow, we were talking about the media industry, and that's very boring. Nobody wants turbulent. to hear that. Very turbulent time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, anyhow, so anyhow Univ- you never finished your story. Univision uh, deleted the post. Deleted some posts. Yes. Because so they were liabilities. So, yes. So, the editorial yeah. staff, obviously, that's very upsetting. They were very mad. Now, Gizmodo Media Group is unionized. Um, so, the editorial staff is in a union. Interesting. Can I just note that Please. recently Fusion or Fusion was unionizing or no. is, is unionizing? Fusion is now which is in part the, of Univision. Fusion, yes, is now in the process of unionizing. And f- the and Fusion and Univision was like, "Please don't do this." It appears that way based on a letter that Fusion sent to their employees. They're like, uh, "We suggest to consider alternatives." We suggest not doing this. Yeah, that was the suggestion. Uh, I know of one other media, large media group. Uh, Vice is unionized. That's right. There's, v- yeah. there's Vice. There's Gawker. Yeah. Gizmodo, Gizmodo Media, media group. group. Sorry. Can you not even say Gawker? Do you get penalized for that? I you just get give, angry. You have to send Teal a check for $10 every yeah. time you say Gawker. 
Um, <laughs> uh, what? Who else is unionized? Oh boy. Um, like new media. Yeah, those are the Buzzfeed? big ones. Is Buzzfeed union? I don't think so. No. No. Buzzfeed is actively actively fighting yeah. unionization. They are. Mm-hmm. Well, at least their oh, management and executives are. I mean, it's tough. I mean, listen, it's tough. There's pluses and minuses. I mean, I'm a supporter of unions in general. Yeah. Uh, I think for certain size business, you get to a point where you kind of have to look at it and say, when you have like hundreds of people, you have to find some way to like level the playing field. Right. Yeah. When I started this job, I was very dubious of the union and sort of like, what is this? I'm not a big union person. Um, But since working here for almost a year and seeing sort of how the union was able to have an impact on the the post deletion situation, which was what we wanted out of the situation was we knew the posts weren't going to be republished. But what we asked for was written indemnity, which is standard at media companies that they provide it, which is to say they will defend a reporter or an editor in a lawsuit if the subject of a story sues. Um, but it's, it's very rare to get it in writing. Uh, and so we asked for it in writing from Univision to sort of feel like if we decide to if or if we do continue to do the the type of journalism that GMG is known for which we plan to keep doing um, we need to know that you aren't just going to delete a story or hang us out to dry or, like we need written protection you want to be backed up we want to be backed up so we got backup and so that was a, a very good it was a shitty situation Unless it's a liability well we're past that they already so bought future us. It's too li- late. Future liabilities are all good. Yeah, future liabilities are all good. You should test that theory. I I have. Have you been. thought of doing any libel? Any, <laughs> <laughs> you should do well. Well, no, I mean, look, you are tackling some pretty hot topics. Well, and like you know, rich people in the valley. Ken who, Bone. Ken Bone. Palmer Lucky. Oh, Palmer Lucky. We should talk Palmer, about Palmer a little bit. Palmer Watch. Palmer's day twenty four. Fall from Grace. Where's Palmer? I don't know. You know, Palmer. Uh, seemed like a very nice guy. Have you met him? I've met him uh, on the internet. We've chatted a Palmer, little bit. Palmer, founder of Oculus Rift. Palmer Lucky founded, you know, he he started doing Oculus as a Kickstarter project in his, like, house or garage or whatever. Well, actually, oh, we Palmer go. Lucky worked uh, at doing research at the Institute. I think it's called the Institute for Creative Technologies at UC Irvine. So he was a, a PhD student. And so he was working on virtual reality there with a team doing it for post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. Then he, I believe, left academia to start his own private venture. And that is how Oculus came to be. Which he did. He did it. He did. He kick-started yeah. the VR revolution. I just, I don't know if it was like in his garage. It might not have been in his garage, but he definitely did a Kickstarter project that got like yes, crazy funding successful. and built like, I've I've used the ver- original, and, and not the very first, but a very early version of the Oculus Rift which had gaffer tape all over it wow. and was definitely like put together. And Dude, were you like- you there? I, I think we had it in the Verge trailer in like 2012 or 13. At CES? At th- I never 13. went to CES. Oh, you didn't go? No, I didn't go. Yeah, you missed all the fun. Yeah, I heard about it. But you also missed a lot of horrible shit too. Yeah, exactly. So it all worked out for you, really. It worked out for me. But uh, I think that's the one I took on, on uh, late night. And did you think this is the future? Everybody who tried it was like, holy shit. Yeah. I, remember, I remember putting it on Fallon and like, Gavin Purcell, who it was the producer there who joined Vox today. Um, and people were like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. And I knew, like, as soon as – because we had that reaction when we put it on in the trailer. Yeah. I knew at that point it was like, this is – I remember I wrote something about it that year. I said I put it on yeah. and I didn't ever want to take it off. 
Oh, interesting. I took it off though. I put it on at CES last year, so this is like a much more <laughs> advanced still wearing it. product. But yeah. I, I was just like, this is really cool. I would never buy one. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, if you this. love it so much, have you bought one? Um, I have an Oculus Dev Kit, and hmm. the original one. I have been planning on buying. I think I'm going to buy the the PlayStation VR kit. Yeah. I have. They're not in stock. I wanted to buy one, but um. I because I took the I, I use the PSVR. I mean the Vive is is actually kind of the best of all of them. Yeah, have you that's ever what used I've the heard. Vive? I have not used it, but our review was like was very positive. The Vive is sick as fuck. Yeah. Um, the PSVR I haven't used the home version yet. I I've used, heard like, that's very good. I use the prototype version. I think the home version, if it's anything like the prototype yeah. version, is really really good. Yeah. And the fact that it like interfaces with an actual console that exists right now, and you can like play things. I don't have to like build a gaming PC for it. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, that pretty. That's pretty important. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do also not want to set it up in my living room, so it's like. Yeah, yeah. Of, I don't know. I don't do know, do? but it's but, a it's a it's a wrong. The the best implementation I've seen so far is the is the Samsung Gear VR, because it's like you snap your phone in, and you your have Note 7. no wires. You snap your Note Seven in. Boom. And then. It blows VR, up. And then your VR, and then your eyeballs get <laughs> melted. It's so real. When yeah. the notes have it, you're like, whoa, this this uh, hell level is really so Wow. And it turns out you're scarred for life. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Samsung. Literally. Yeah, anyhow. Well, so Palmer, bad few weeks. He said a bad few weeks. He said a bad few weeks. He turns out he's a shitlord, edgelord shitlord. Yeah. Who's, who's been funding, like, Republican shitposting. Yeah. Or, like, alt-right garbage. Yeah, some, and his- Dank his... memes. Dank memes. His long-term partner is an avid Gamergator. She's out online tweeting, like, kind of horrible stuff. Um, female – I'm sorry. This may sound sexist, but female gamer Gamergators blow my mind. Yeah. Kind of. My mind was blown as well. That's like – I was like, like, really? That's like, you know they hate you, right? Yeah. They are mad at you. Yeah. So Gizmodo actually – That's like, that's like a, a, a Stockholm Syndrome situation. Well, it's like the gaze for Trump. It's like the praise you get from them. It there's feels no, so there's no, there's good. There's no gaze for Trump. There's there? a small is pocket of people. What do you mean like Milo <laughs> yes. and some of his Yeah, like those buddies? people. Well, it's because they get so much overwhelming praise from people being like, see, we're not monsters, that it just mm, feels great. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Oh, teal, I guess. Oh, right. yeah. He's gay. A gay for Trump. He is gay, as Gawker and, and gay reported. For Trump he, he's, he's a yeah. billionaire first and a homosexual second. There you go. But importantly, he's an asshole above all else. Yeah. <laughs> above all, he's a complete asshole. Yeah. Is that, that libel? Way. I hope I don't get sued out of existence. Anyhow, I don't think you can refute that. That's definitely not untrue. That he's an asshole? Yeah. It's my opinion. It's your opinion. It's an opinion piece. This In is Josh's a, opinion, hashtag Peter Thiel is an <clears throat> asshole. Hashtag editorial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyhow, what were you saying? The, see, oh, the chill has begun. Palmer, Palmer Lucky, um, we had actually known for a long time that he was kind of a dick. I heard that also. Um, in our opinion. And uh, then the Daily Beast published this explosive story. Good for them. Wow. They found- Sounds so sincere the way you say that. It was, I mean, I was annoyed. I woke up and was like, wow, this is an amazing scoop. This is really good. I, I heard some other people were working on a feature about that and they got kind of, oh. the hopes got dashed. See, our story, we were kind of like on hold with what we had and trying to get more. And then they went with what they had. And so then we published what we had. And it, then Motherboard at Vice um, published what they had. And it turned out like a bunch of people were working on this. Yeah, it turns out it was like an open secret. It was like an open secret that this guy yeah. sucked. Um, so he issued essentially like a non-apology apology on Facebook uh, and then just disappeared. He just disappeared. And this is someone who, you know, Oculus mm -hmm. had their developers conference two weeks ago. 
every year he would go give the keynote, hang out, mingle. It's only been like one year though, hasn't it? Two years maybe? Two years. So the last two years. It's like a long history like, of Palmer Lucky. When yeah. Facebook bought Oculus, he was there, gave the keynote with Mark, et cetera. Um, yeah. This year we sent a reporter to go check it out. Guy was gone. Like yeah. Facebook is trying to wipe him off the face of the social network. Why, I mean, wouldn't, why wouldn't they? And they had Zuckerberg present, right? He did that VR thing. Yeah, Zuckerberg he presented. Did, he did the keynote. He did what I consider to be the world's most boring VR demo. It was very bad. I'm so bummed about – actually, it's lucky that Vive exists and like um, that the PS VR exists and, and everybody's working on stuff now because VR is a really cool concept that can be destroyed really easily by something like Facebook. What do you think Facebook is going to do with it? Well, I think Facebook showed a little bit about it really yeah. you know, wants to connect people and have them play card Social. games together and yeah. yeah. And like monetize like, oh, how monetizable is this? I actually wrote about you know, I wrote about a little fi- a little fiction fanfic oh, yeah. about Facebook buying Oculus. But it turns out my vision for what Facebook would do with it while covered in ads, it was a lot cooler sounding than what yeah. Facebook has in mind for it. It's very underwhelming. Which is like you can play cards with friends. Yeah, across the Very globe, innocent. and it's like that's cool. Well, and I if think if you want a totally like scrubbed version of like what you can do in VR, yeah, I want to do fucked up shit in VR. Well, Oculus wants you to play games like Westworld on HBO. Yeah, I want to do Westworld in VR. Do you want a game or do you want to hang out with people? Uh, both. Both. I want a game with people I'm hanging out with. Yeah. I also want to like do other stuff, sex stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. I want to do VR sex to a robot. Is that wrong to admit? This is grim. I, I want to get. I some, mean, it's going to be pretty dark if your Note Seven explodes. Some kind of, I need to get some yeah. kind of VR underwear. Oh my god! Do they make Flame that? Retarded. <laughs> is that wrong? A little. Come on! It's I'm not gonna the only happen. Guy. I'm not the only guy who's thought of it. It's, it's gonna literally going to be the number one use of that project. Of course, the only thing that's going to make VR happen is sex stuff. Yeah, like mark Blu-ray. my words. Write it down. No one wants it. No one, they yeah, won't talk about it. it. Oh, you know, I can play a space game. That's cool. Can I have sex with anybody during that game? That's yeah. the question that has to be answered. Well, well, I don't know. But I, if, if Facebook's responsible, the answer is no. It's definitely not. The answer is like you can't even virtually breastfeed anybody. Yeah, you can't yeah. show any nips. I don't know what virtual breastfeeding is, but I like the idea of it. Oh, boy. No, I mean, as a, as a way to you know, get people Regular get their heads. Ken, Ken Bone over get here. Get their heads wrapped around <laughs> the beauty and importance of breastfeeding. Yeah. That's all. You want to experience things you'll never experience. There you go. That's a great, yeah, a that's, great I mean, opportunity for the, men to see what it's like. To breastfeed. Think about all the crazy shit that's going to go down if VR really becomes as perverted and insane as we think it could but, be. But who? But who is going to do this? I don't know. Play, to, I guess Pornhub. Microsoft? Because Pornhub's going to have to launch a social network. Yeah. A social network I think Pornhub for is, fucking. I think, Pornhub, <laughs> I think Pornhub is doing VR. It's a social network. For sex, yeah, I think you're we've just gotten some talking stuff about, about gay people have been building this social network for sex for ten years. That's just in a, earnest. That's just not, that's just a, that's just that's just people. Yeah, you just put some Sims on top of Grinder and you got yourself a party. Sims on wow. Grinder. What does that mean? Okay, Grinder is an app. I know what Grinder is. Sims is yeah. also a game. A game. Yeah. yeah, I saw today though this this um, Bobby from Jezebel. Bobby Finger. Yeah, he wrote Love on him. he wrote on the all about about this new package that you can add to your Sims game where they all have crazy sex. What? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I should oh, download oh, the Sims okay. again. All of a sudden, now you're interested in virtual sex. No, like- <laughs> Oh, I see. You're a voyeur. It's cool. It's okay. Yeah, a that's voyeur. fine. A you voyeur. want to watch people having sex. Sims specifically. You want to watch, Well, but that's what it would be like if you're in Cartoon VR. People. If you're there and they're over there. VR feels a little too close for a little- 
unvarnished for me. Well, it's going to get real varnished pretty soon. I hope so. It's going to get very varnished. I'd like to see some polish on that. Sex. Okay. You, you know? know what? You took it one step step over the line as far as I'm concerned. I don't right. think I did. Couldn't couldn't keep it couldn't keep it in your pants. Anyway, I think the Sims thing sounds really cool. The Sims sex thing? Yeah. It's uh, fun. Ryan, can you get that up on the screen? I'd like to see. Yeah, I, I don't think they're showing us the Oh, really? I'm going to have to talk to Sylvia about this shit. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Why wouldn't you yeah. publish you it? You can't put nudity on the Yeah, all? I just want to see. Animated and, and cartoon nudity. I was going to say, like, Maybe. on South Park, you can look at the kids are always naked. Why what? can't they? They did an episode where they all took their pants off, and I was like, you can show this on TV, and I Googled it. You can show it on TV. And I was just they thinking, show why their, They show their, show like, this? cartoon penises? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, interesting. But they're children's cartoon penises, aren't Apparently, they? Apparently, they're free to do that. So if they can do that, but we can't get... We can't look Adults. at naked Sims. Apparently. Nudity, Sim. Adult <laughs> That's Sim very nudity. strange. The world's an upside down world. That's an interesting editorial call, frankly. Mm, it is interesting considering they're Sims. Just take the Maybe it's really off. graphic. Like maybe it's really nasty. Based on stuff. what I read, it sounded pretty intense. But is it just like is it just like those their objects like thrusting around? Like what can you really see? I mean I don't know. Can't I mean, zoom, it's giving can't you zoom options in there, of you? like climax. I think you can zoom in How far, far can you zoom Sims? in? Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? I think like, The Sims is pretty advanced these days. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't played. Laura I mean, plays the Sims, there's I a version where you can make a movie, like you can zoom in and have them like talking and blah. blah wow! Blah, so you like, can make a sim porn. Yeah, you can make a sim porn. I'm gonna say me likey. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> you should ask Laura about it. I'm going to ask yeah. her. She plays The Sims. I don't. Eh, who there knows? Go. Maybe this is uh, what's been going on all this time. Nasty sim sex. Oh God. Yeah. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Awful. This uh, conundrum. How's the family doing? Well, that's a weird and disgusting segue. I'm very sorry. Upset. No, the family's, Laura's wonderful. <laughs> Great. Uh, Zelda's wonderful. Terrific. Zelda's my daughter. Yep. Uh, Laura's very busy. She's writing a lot. She's working on a book. She is- uh, Very exciting. She, she is writing a lot of columns for uh, New York Magazine. How's New York Magazine? I, it seems like- uh, Turbulent? It seems good to me. I oh, don't know. okay. I don't know. Just curious. I, what do I know? I, I only hear the, the sixth you know, generation of a story. Right. And that generation, it sounds all good. Great. Everybody's happy, well paid, uh, satisfied with their working conditions, Excellent. satisfied with their coworkers. So glad to hear it. Uh, love, they love the print publication. Wow. Print digital getting along swimmingly. I bet. Monetization is uh, through the no roof. No problemo. No problemo. Yeah. <laughs> it's all not having sounds any. Sounds like utopia. What else do we have to talk about? Uber, Uber's creepy driver ads. I don't know. You, <laughs> apparently, you covered an Uber thing today where people are going to they're going to advertise to people with drones. I mean, that sounds about right. Sounds like a good idea. To sounds me. like something it's Uber people would do. in Mexico that were stuck stuck in traffic. A drone would just come by the car and be like, "Want to buy stuff?" Wait, I understand why. Why is it a drone? Why is that Uber? Yeah, what does Uber have to do with it? Seems like you made this up. Yeah. Also, if you've got a drone, what is the point of the drone? Couldn't you just have like a like, couldn't you just have like a guy ride by on a bike? It's probably more efficient to use a drone. Is it? I doubt it. Seems more expensive. Probably more eye catching though. Yeah. You have to charge the thing all the time. Looks futuristic. Do they have a drone that can go indefinitely using solar power yet? No. How can they not have I made don't that? Think so. How come they haven't done that yet? Who? Who's they? The people. Oh God. Get Palmer Lucky on that. He'll fix it right. He's up. probably. That's probably what he's doing. What do you think his next move is going to be? Um. I mean, I think he'll probably resign. You do? Yeah. Why don't they just keep him tucked away? He probably has some kind of contract. I think he is waiting for his contract to probably expire. Probably got some kind of sick earn out. Yeah. Right? He's, he's just a bil- he's, a bi- he's a billionaire. Yeah, or close to. 
He's very rich. Very, very rich. He has more money than you and I very, will ever see in our lifetime. I just want to know where he is. Well, why don't you go to his house and wait for him? I mean, that's an option. Why don't you do that? Maybe we will. Send Turton. He would love it. Send Turton over there. Where's he, he located? Thrilled. Is he in New York? He's in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I have, it says, a few months ago, drivers were stuck in Mexico City traffic and were greeted with a strange sight. Drones carrying signs advertising Uber pool. The city would be for you, not 5.5 million cars, one drone sign read. Driving by yourself? This is why you can never see the volcanoes. Another read about the smog that obscures the, the city surrounding. Um, what? Yeah. Here's photos. Who wrote this? I mean, this is from The Verge. This is the first result. Oh. Excuse me? Sorry. Wow. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Edit that it out. seems like you got beat to it. I, I'm see a Bloomberg. I don't think we got beat. That looks like a Bloomberg tweet. Yeah, it's a Bloomberg tweet. It sounds like Gizmodo <laughs> got its ass handed to it by The Verge. Wow, fuck you. Wow. I, the writing does not, did not sound great to me. I mean, it wasn't. Not great prose, but that's creepy. That's a in really intense photo that n none of you can see. Yeah. I mean, I don't buy that that happened more than one time. This is some bullshit. Even this once is a, is a little. This is straight up bullshit. This I'd like to lie. know the origin story of this. Maybe Gizmodo has more detail. Well, maybe we can dig into it. Yeah, if only this guy was able to find it. I, it turns out your SEO is not very good. Maybe the Univision thing has hurt the SEO in some way. Is that Why possible? would that have hurt the SEO? I don't know. There's all sorts of like, you know, dark arts happening. I don't. In, I, that none of that stuff even is real. SEO. It's all fake. Search engine optimization. It's all just dark. You think that's made up? Darknet. I don't know. Speaking of Darknet, have you seen Westworld? No. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> Who? What the fuck? Why did I have you on here? I don't know. Westworld? Frankly, I don't know. What's the point? I have potentially an interesting announcement around Westworld coming up. Maybe what is not it? entirely sure. I'm not going to talk about it Do you have a yet. podcast guest from the show? I'm not going to make an announcement about it right now. We had Tony Hawk on Gizmodo last week. Okay, listen. I get it. Gizmodo can do whatever it wants. <laughs> you got Univision money. I don't care. We Listen, actually have not seen a fucking dime yet. You know what the thing? Do, you know what the thing is that's wonderful. I don't have any extra. Money. You know what's wonderful to do is to go like, oh, okay, everybody's competing. They want a fifty million. They want a hundred million. They want X million. It's like you know what? Fuck that shit. You know what I want? I want a couple million of the best, smartest, most interesting people I can find. That's what I want. Is this an ad? No, it's just me talking. I'm I'm frustrated by this idea that everything has to scale to like fifty million or forty million or thirty million in order to mean something. I didn't say it. Had no, no, to no scale. I'm not saying you say oh, that, okay. but I understand that like the pursuit is like you got to get. A lot of people. So you got to get a Tony Hawk on a podcast or something. We just thought Tony Hawk was cool. Tony Hawk's a loser. Okay. And a chump. Well, everybody knows that. He was really nice to us. You know what? He does a, he can do a mean skateboarding Yeah, trick, he's a great though. skateboarder. Actually, great Tony father. Hawk's pretty cool. He's a cool dad. I heard he's into gadgets. Yeah, he likes gadgets. He's like a gadget freak. He's got yeah. a sort of gadget video that's out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He likes gadgets. So we were like, come talk about gadgets. Is that true? Yeah. He's like doing a book or something about gadgets, or he's got some new game that has something new to do game. with gadgets. So he just did a live Q&A with Tony Hawk. Yeah, he's like a lot of talk about I've seen a lot of like press about him in being into gadgets. Yeah. He's, he's like cool really, dad. he's about to release a Bluetooth speaker or something. <laughs> right? Hawk, Hawk, Hawk sounds. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk sounds is pretty good, but I feel like it's like Hawk. What if it's a speaker on a drone and it follows you while you skateboard? And the Hawkster. That's, cool. That's a cool idea. The Hawkster drone. That's a fucking cool idea. So you can hear like your cool punk music the whole all the time when you're Wait, so you like, like you're in the game you, you hear system of a down 24 7 311 sorry like yo i don't know what skaters listen to lincoln park i can't believe i thought of system of a down that's incredible <laughs> they're pretty cool system of a down is pretty cool are they i don't know yeah i feel bad that i insulted tony hawk he's an okay guy yeah he's great i mean he's a little square and old for my taste but that's one man's opinion okay fine that's one square old man's opinion yeah exactly you know you know katie was uh, she used to be a little bit nicer in the old days a little bit. She's yeah. been hardened by years of 
Gawker Media. Were you, <laughs> working with men, I think. Yeah. Horrible Frankly, men. I work with a lot of annoying men. <clears throat> Where do I rank on the list of annoying men? Pretty high or pretty low? Eh, like middle of the pack. Mm, yeah. It's not bad. I'll yeah. take that. I'll accept you're, that. You're, you're a little loud. I am loud. You could do worse. I could do <laughs> I could do a lot could worse. Could do a lot worse. I could do a lot worse. All right. Well, listen, Katie, unfortunately, we do have to wrap up. Oh, darn. As much as I would love to give you this <laughs> chat, uh, I have to go and have a drink with someone. Have a great time. I'm going to have a really good time having this drink. Partially because I need a drink, but also because the place I'm going serves food and I might order some food. Have a little snack. Anyhow, any parting uh, thoughts for our listenership? Anything you'd like to let them know about? Any big things happening to Gizmodo in the near future? Any exciting stories that you want to talk about that you've recently done? Any trips you're about to take? Uh, I'm going on vacation in two weeks. Fantastic. Where are you going? I can't talk about it. But it's a vacation. It's a vacation. Why don't you want to talk about it? Um, my husband would prefer that I keep my whereabouts. Oh, you off guys! The you guys are going to one of those like you're going to one of those resorts. No, I think he's actually worried about someone like finding me and killing me. You're going to like uh, what is it called? We're not going to a sandals. resort. Sandals. You're going to like sandals. We're not going to a sandals resort. Cabo, please. Sandals in Cabo no, San Lucas. No, we're not doing that. This is bullying. I like this. Um, so I would just. Oh, say, I like that. This is bullying. We're just having a conversation. All of a sudden, I'm a bully. Men, am you I right? about bullying? Gawker, I thought we were. End- I thought media. we were ending. Because media happens group. every time. A lot of bullying. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to Sandals in Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> yes, uh, that's where weeks, I'll be in two weeks. Yeah. Okay. And I would say just. Does Carl really worry that people are going to like try to kill you? Maybe not kill me, but like, yeah, he doesn't want me like projecting my I think that's good. location. I think that's uh, he might be putting a little bit of too much stock in the Gizmodo commenters, though. Oh, I can be a little careless about that stuff. So. But you're not like here's my home address. No. I'm so not. I wouldn't. I think yeah. you're, you're pretty private. It's fine. You strike me as pretty private. We're, yeah, we're going to the southern U.S. Oh, I don't even care. Okay. I just wanted to. I was just talking. Yeah, cool. As you, as you, as you know, I love to do. So I would say Gizmodo more. We're gonna break some more news. You got something big planned? Yeah, we always have something big planned. Big Josh. scoop. Yeah, we always have a scoop planned. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. I'm excited. I go to bed nervous every night. Do you? Oh, Why yeah. do you even go to bed? I wouldn't go to bed if I You need to get those pills they give to the army the army guys. Ambien? No, not Ambien. The thing that keeps you awake. Adderall? No, what do they give them in the army? It's like some kind of special like no sleeping drug. Oh, wait, Ryan knows, right? This is a real thing. Yeah, there's like a nickname for them. It's some kind of crazy like- I'm sure I've written about these. You should take them. Well, maybe. I, I like what... to sleep though. Yeah, you do like sleeping. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Well, it's good for you. I guess it is, but if you have these pills, you don't need it. Ah, uh, that's not actually how it works. If you just you like long just, term, that's you just not skip how it works. sleep and nothing, nah. nothing bad will happen. No, you can just never sleep. No, because I think the no army, danger. I think the military also gives you like downers when you're done with your up period. Ugh, doesn't you'd not have sound to good. Sleep. It's yeah. called Provigil. Oh, Provigil. You can go. They they let you go a couple days with no sleeping, and then they're like, please stop. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's you, like and then they give you like downers. Yeah, you I think it's like in a Batman movie where if you just kept going, I'm going to do it forever, and then you become some kind of supervillain. You become yeah. Bane. you become Bane. Yeah, well, yeah. back to Bane. All right, all right. That's <laughs> I don't enough. know. It's just popping my head. Well, Katie, thank you for coming in. <laughs> thank you so much I, for having th- me. You're guys. doing a brilliant job with Gizmodo. Thanks, thanks. It's some of the best stuff that's come out of the not no longer Gawker Media Group, but that I think you've taken Gizmodo to new heights. Thank you. I Maybe I've said it. this before, but I think you're doing. No, it. I think you... it's really good. Thanks. And I love reading it. Oh, I'm sure. I do. I do enjoy it. I'm sure. Much more than I used to enjoy reading well, it. Well, thanks, yeah. Uh, and I, I chalk that up to great leadership. Thank you. And to William Turden. Or as oh. I like to call him, Bill, <laughs> Bill Tumley. Uh, anyhow, and so just keep your eyes <laughs> tuned to gizmodo.com. Yep. And Do not vote for Donald Trump. Don't vote for Donald Trump. And you can follow Katie on Twitter. It is Katie Drum. 
Yeah, with two M's. With two M's. And tweet at me. And please, she loves to be tweeted at. Especially with aggressive, rude comments. By aggressive alt-right people. <laughs> yes, if you have an favorite. anime, ABI, or an American flag, please tweet yeah. at Katie. <laughs> if you're in if you're a member, Thanks. if you're an Edgelord member of Gamergate, <laughs> Katie would love to hear from you. Can't wait. They must have had a field day when you took over as editor in chief. I mean, they must have been like really up beside themselves, the Gamer Gators. Thrilled. Really? No. All right. Anyhow, thank you so okay, much. Okay, thank and, you. Uh, and we'll be, you know, we'll be, uh, you'll be have to come back. I would love Next to. Next big scoop. Sure. Come back with the reporter. Sure. And we'll do a, we'll do a, uh, what do they call it? Autopsy. Uh, sure. On the scoop. That sounds great. Okay, great. Okay, thanks. Bye. You're free to go. Bye. Okay. Okay. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though, I understand that several members of your family are trapped in their virtual reality underwear while it's buffering, and that's causing heinous, heinous damage to their genitals.